Hello, good evening, and welcome to the first episode of The Loser's Digest. Uh, my name is Waka, I'm your host, and fair disclaimer, I'm only 24 years old, so some of the things I may say may or may not be agreed with uh, by you, because I'm not a licensed therapist, and I'm not anyone who has experience in this field, I'm just someone who's giving my opinions, and experiences and receiving perspectives from different people in some cases it's commentary on posts that i've written myself on my blog post understanding the ambivert so if you're a first-time listener if you're a listener in a few months in a few weeks in a few years then thank you for joining me at the beginning of my journey this is the loser's digest again i repeat and today's first episode is about male vulnerability in interpersonal relationships in specific relationships of the romantic kind and i'm joined by my cousin he's my first guest and yeah let's get into it Okay, so when we talk about male vulnerability, uh, for me, my definition of male vulnerability in relationships, especially romantic relationships, is when a man is comfortable enough to open up about his feelings. That's surface level. So on a deeper level, it means when a man is comfortable enough with the person he's seeing at that particular point in time to open up about the why and the how and the where and when he got to the point of feeling how he's feeling and what's either triggering that or what's motivating those feelings what's driving them things like that something that usually i've noticed we don't necessarily we we talk about it a lot but we don't necessarily open up about as men in a very controlled environment or even just Open. Yeah, you think about it yeah. To most people, it's viewed as being weak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's what's your own take on male, male vulnerability? Have you ever uh, found like, myself in a situation mm-hmm. like, yes. where you've had to open up to someone yes. before? Once. Mm-hmm. Yes, once. Um, you know, you, you get to a point where you get to know someone, mm-hmm. okay, and then your head you're like, oh, okay, cool, this person. Um, I can open up to this person because I'm going through some shit. You know, mm-hmm. like all of us go through some shit. But mm-hmm. then, depending on what exactly it is, mm-hmm. you're afraid of how you're going to be viewed, right? And in, in the case, in this case, sorry, like a relationship, it's very there's a very thin line, okay, between okay, this person will get what I'm saying, and then at least they'll be, they'll be able to offer me like let's say comfort or like advice, mm-hmm. or yeah, like the information that I'm going to give this person. Are they going to use it again? Mm-hmm. You check. So for you to get to that level, you're like, okay, I can tell this person my my deep thoughts and all of that, and they'll genuinely give me like um, a proper response. Mm-hmm. All right. It's not it's not all the time that you find someone who's like Yeah. So for a guy to open up to a girl, okay, it's it takes a lot, honest. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's what I I feel. You know, well, there was this one point in time, huh? where this girl told me that uh, her friend preferred guys who are gangster like she wanted she wanted a guy basically who doesn't really talk about um his feelings i don't necessarily know whether it was talking about his feelings 
or being comfortable opening up about sorry i'm joking being comfortable about opening up about who he himself is as a person i guess basically just someone who not even someone who's thuggish but someone who is a badass someone who's he's 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 not vulnerable at all because vulnerability to to most people or to some people they think it's someone who's just constantly bitching about their feelings and never really uh owning up to them taking accountability for them being responsible for them mm. when in actuality i've noticed that the reason most guys will say something like ah, i prefer opening up to my boys because if i open up to a girl they're going to think i'm weak they'll think i'm a game if i start talking about my feelings you know you know um so when i when i heard that personally it bothered me because if i'm speaking genuinely me i'm a softy i've been a softy for i think a large majority of my life not necessarily soft in the sense that really trivial things can hurt my feelings or bother me but soft in the sense that when i'm seeing someone when i'm going out with someone when i'm dating someone long term i don't i'm not the type of person who's going to hide when something is bothering me and i'm going to tell someone about the motivations behind why i'm feeling that way in the first place i'm not going to moan about what's going on with me on a daily basis because that doesn't make sense sometimes you can take responsibility for your own feelings and figure out okay this is what's going on with me fine how can i solve this situation how can i sort it out how can i deal with it on your own so i'm the type of person who says instead of me continuously just uh bitching about a situation sometimes i can take responsibility into my own hands and kind of just be self-aware enough to say okay this is the why this is the how this is when all of that all of that stuff i was mentioning before so what i've noticed in the case of um being vulnerable uh, in any interpersonal relationship but mostly in, in these same ones in these same romantic relationships is the few times that i have opened up over the years to some women i've dated it either goes really well or it goes really badly there was this one time uh, uh before i started dating this girl i'm not sure what year i can't necessarily remember the the year itself but i went on a date with her i i went on a date with her for the first time after talking to her for like a week we went to watch a movie it was good it was a good date we finished watching the movie uh we made out then we were leaving and as we were leaving i had just had an operation recently on my leg and i had a very noticeable limp because i was still attending physiotherapy and and shit like that so as we were walking out she's like oh you can could you give me a lift uh, could you give me a could you escort me to my lift from here and it was a distance away from the mall itself and i said oh okay sure i will and as we started walking i was kind of embarrassed of my limp in the first place like really embarrassed about it and i felt like she was going to notice i didn't think she was going to laugh at me but i felt like she might pity me and i had like a lot of feelings attached to it so i just stopped for a second and i'm like uh, can i be honest with you i'm very insecure about the way i'm walking at this point in time and i don't really want people in my business or to know what's going on with me because i don't want any sympathy or empathy from you i can't necessarily tell you why i'm limping at the moment but i just like to let you know that um i have like 
certain feelings about the way I'm walking at this point in time and I feel embarrassed to be moving around with you like this to begin with not because of how people are going to be looking at me or what I can't control it at the moment but I, I kind of I, I I would feel bad for you being seen with me in, in such a state in general I don't know I just feel a bit off about it I don't know how Did to you explain it to you No I was just on my own I had stopped choosing the crutches at that point in time and this girl says no um No I think it's fine honestly you you open up about what you what's going on in your life when you feel like opening up about it to me but I respect the fact that you've been uh comfortable enough to tell me that this is what's going on with you in the first place and I was like oh okay cool and she was like no you can just still escort me it's fine and we took a walk I escorted her to where her lift was she got in and she went home and later on she texted me and she was like um Thank you for being open and honest about something like that. Some people would even try and like brush it off maybe because they're too embarrassed to talk about it. But I feel like even though you are embarrassed about your whole situation, which hopefully I I, I hope it improves in the future, um you are still comfortable enough to tell me what was going on with you in the first place and open up about your feelings and that's rare in most guys. I haven't met a lot of guys who are comfortable enough to just open up about how they're feeling because in as much as we think that vulnerability is over big things it's really over small things as well there's some niggas who don't feel comfortable even just saying when they feel uncomfortable they'll be quiet and not not because the the pussies or they're weak but mostly they're quiet because they don't they they, they just don't feel comfortable saying certain things maybe they've been shunned before in the past maybe they've had really bad experiences with opening up to people and they're just like ah, it's fine it's fine and we because of i would say toxic masculinity as well mm. so uh like one thing i definitely like to know like on on your own part when it comes to uh vulnerability in in the sense that you've experienced as a young man over the years especially Why do you think or what do you think is like the root cause of the reason niggas aren't comfortable opening up in the first place from your own perspective? From my perspective, mm-hmm. you know, like what I've seen, what is what you've seen, what you've experienced. The interesting thing that I do mm-hmm. like the afraid of being seen as weak. Mhm. All right. Um I give an example of Uh, sorry, for example, like a statement where I said most guys don't want to be put on the spot and everything. And I'll give you a story. Okay, I can't really say the names or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of my friends was dating this girl, and he got to that point where like I can tell this chick everything, right? Literally, whenever he's having like issues, whatever, he'll tell her. And okay, they had that relationship where they would actually share things and everything. And then towards the end they had like a garage patch and this girl went and used the information that he had given her mm-hmm. against him no this is why you're behaving like this because you're you know this mm-hmm. like oh i told you that in confidence how are you using that against me now mm-hmm. like she literally just laid everything out like no i'm like this is why uh, guys don't want to open up to people especially girls who want like sense of kind of relationship like especially the person that you date because they are worried that this person might use my information mm-hmm. okay or to give me as weak or yeah sometimes it actually goes goes great and everything is fine but like most cases people are very unpredictable it's like so you cannot know what's going through that person's mind at the time all right because like imagine 
everything was going okay and then you suddenly go through like a rough patch in your relationship and then things just switch up for you you start using what is this, the, the person's uh, uh, stories or whatever against them like that just didn't make sense so it's very hard for someone to just open up to anyone because in my notes it's not just also in relationships even uh, i think friend groups mm-hmm. okay you can have you can be friends because like a group of five friends mm-hmm. you won't be able to fully open up to everyone in the group mm-hmm. okay there are certain things that you can tell this one friend certain things because you know how they behave okay mm-hmm. and all of that yeah so it's it's, it's really dicey when it comes to opening up to people that's that's true some people have told me similar things as well like your words your words of um, your, your secrets turn into weapons now oh. towards the end of a relationship or even just in your friendships as well they turn into weapons oh you're like this because of this and with with girls you're dating sometimes it gets really <laughs> it gets oh, in an argument yes. especially in an argument it gets really bad to the extent where things you wouldn't even you're arguing, you're arguing, you're arguing, and she's like, ah, that's why you're insecure. You're not fast. <laughs> that's why you're insecure. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and you start to regret. <laughs> like, why yeah. the fuck would you bring up something like that? Like, you start to regret everything that you told someone. And you start to feel like, if I open up to the next person I'm with, or even in your friendships, yeah, if I open up to my next friend, if your friendship dies now, you're like, no, if I open up to my next friend, the same thing will happen. If I do this, the same thing will happen. I think, and like, part of the whole issue in itself is the fact that sometimes, instead of us, instead of us um, deciding to continue to be vulnerable and to continue to be open, we choose to shut ourselves off. Yeah, because by shutting ourselves off, we kind of we kind of make it harder for people to use any of our flaws or our faults against us. But there's something I read uh, in a book once that said I'm not I've even forgotten the book exactly. That said, the more you're open about your flaws. The stronger you become, actually, you even become. It's it's like a negative. It's a negative usually ends up leading to a positive. Like the time you spend in the gym, it's a negative actually. Because sometimes some days you don't want to go to the gym. It's not a positive experience going to the gym. If you ask most people who go to the gym in the first place on a daily basis, they'll tell you that some days I don't even want to wake up and go to the gym. But that negative experience of going there, pumping all that iron, running on a treadmill for going four hours plus in a week all the all the time you find someone's overall health is better your mental health actually becomes better the more time you spend in the gym as well because when your body is healthy when your body is functioning well you're able to make snap decisions you're able to think clear uh, clearly sorry clear you're able to think clearly and um your 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 mind is sharp all of those things that i've mentioned basically so even with vulnerability when we're vulnerable with people i've noticed if you let people know who you are like like for example some of my best relationships when i open up about my insecurities oh okay i'm insecure about this this and this you know pillow talk usually that's when niggas start opening up about things after the first night after the nuts now you start talking about things no let me be honest with you when i was 15 when i was 14 this nigga kissed me on the cheek i kind of liked it but no like like we said 
like, I feel like, mm-hmm, so I feel like vulnerability in itself, just like when you're developing a muscle, being vulnerable is also developing a muscle. Because when you're vulnerable, not just with the person that you're seeing, yes, since we're talking about romantic relationships in specific, but even with your friends and with your family members as well, the more you're open with them and the more you, even the more you get burned by being vulnerable, shit like that, and you still choose to be vulnerable and you keep on moving through life like that, you kind of develop a very, very, very thick layer of skin. Other than a person who decides to just shut themselves off after like the first sign of trouble or like the first issue with being vulnerable, you develop a very thick layer of skin to the extent where if I tell someone something, they go and tell someone else. Yes, I'll overreact on first instance. Sometimes I'll, I'll get really, really upset. I'll get bothered. I'll overreact. Then later on, I'll sit down. And instead of thinking, oh, I've performed, I'll be like, okay, yes, that was a big performance. But where were those feelings coming from? Why was I that upset? And I'll start like tracking all of it down. And I'm like, you know what? Yes, I did make a big mistake. I shouldn't have reacted like that. But I feel better knowing that this is the place those feelings were coming from rather than being in the dark and then repeating the same patterns over and over and over again i think being vulnerable gives you not necessarily a superpower but this relief in knowing that you're so comfortable with who you are in your life and so honest with the people around you even about the things that are extremely icky to the extent where you're so intimate with who you are that it's even more comfortable than being like naked in your own presence. You're able to show yourself to the world in a way that people can, can, can respect, ironically enough. You know, one thing I, I would like to know also is when it, when, it comes to, when it comes to yourself and how you live your life, your lifestyle, do you think... Vulnerability plays a very, very big role, or is it mostly um, something you put on the backdrop and then something that you remove every now and then? Like, is it a card that you play, or is it something that you just continuously express in your own life uh, over and over again in any relationship, really? Mm, I, I don't think I've ever done that in a relationship. Like, but, like, I use it, like, as... Like you said, like as a card, mm-hmm. I don't think I've done that. Do I constantly just let let it flow out like it's normal? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm one person who's okay. From I'm one person who's very guarded when it comes to my my mental state. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I can have thoughts about something. I can I can want to tell my partner. Okay, but I'm like, okay, how is she going to put it out, or like, how is she going to like you know? Uh, view this mm-hmm. alright so it gets to a point where it takes time for me to actually want to open up about okay? it about anything mm-hmm. honestly okay something that's really pressing you know what I mean mm-hmm. it, it takes time and I feel like as a, as a guy okay as a guy I feel like it's not supposed to be something that's that's supposed to be hard Alright, mm-hmm. when you're dating someone, you're supposed to be comfortable enough to tell them. But then, the fact that it, once you do that, from the past, my, my, my friends and all of that, like the things that I've seen for myself, yeah. it 
it makes it very hard to want to do it because you're like ah Zamu's a jolly moon and then as a as a people. Yeah. Yeah. So I think for guys we we, we do actually want to open up. Because you're like I want, I want to get to, I want this person to get to know who I am. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything about my inner workings, everything. But then you you still want to have that car what they call it. Uh, it's all about how the person is going to view you after that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is this person going to respect me? Or is this person still going to to think they treat me the way they've been treating me now mm-hmm. or like after they find out about this vulnerability how are they going to react to you check mm-hmm. how they yeah, how, how they going to perceive me and all that so so there's a lot of like thinking that's involved before you actually want to open up in the end it's like ah, you know what? It's, it's fine it, it's fine let me just keep it I'll sort it out to check because mm-hmm. it all leads it all leads back to how the person is going to view you at the end of the day at the end of the day because you don't want to seem weak and it doesn't make sense like why am I just constantly thinking about this person is going to make me weak yeah it's like, mm-hmm. like it's so sad no on that I think I can I can I can concur it's something I can agree with as well but like I said for me personally I'm a softie I feel like I wish I could turn off the vulnerabilities which is impossible for me it's impossible because at this point I'm so comfortable and <laughs> this is going to sound weird But I'm so comfortable with embarrassing myself, not embarrassing myself like embarrassing who I am as a person, but embarrassing myself with like blatant and blunt honesty to the point where it's hard for me to pretend to be otherwise or pretend to be something else. Confusing the enemy. And me for me in conclusion where vulnerability is concerned, the true answer to why men are not vulnerable. It's very simple and straightforward. Women are the devil. You see, women are the devil, and women are demons. That's why men are not bad. <laughs> but, you know, honestly, it's, I don't even think it's about women. We have this, uh, I think it's something that we've grown up around as well. We have... You feel like the, the culture that we are in. Mm-hmm. We have inherent toxic masculinity. We have inherent toxic masculinity that scares you indefinitely from being vulnerable. Oh, to your parents, to you. It just carries on over and over and over again. And you don't and you're just going to be like if in case you don't choose to be different and impart those values on your younger siblings, your sons, your grandsons, then the cycle will just continue over and over again. And this vulnerability in itself, it actually leads to other problems as well. That that guys who that guys who don't feel comfortable talking about uh that guys who don't feel comfortable talking about almost everything because of this lack of being vulnerable. That dudes who don't know how to take care of themselves like hygienically, they don't know how to they don't know how to take care of themselves and instead of asking their friends for tips they're kind of shy about it and they end up like performing maybe they end up smelling bad maybe they end up looking bad because they don't take the time to actually ask someone and they feel they feel like it's the weak if they take the time to ask someone some someone once found me watching someone once found me watching um there's there's this guy on youtube who makes videos about uh fashion and not necessarily like fashion like no buy these clothes to look like this no he teaches you how to be minimalistic 
with your wardrobe and the things that you already have in the first place but maximize your appearance at the end of the day he found me watching it and he's like this is gay why are you watching this Mm-hmm. And the first thought I had in my head is, ah, rare sighting of a dumbass. <laughs> that was the first thing I had in my head. But later on, like, I thought about it properly. And I was like, no, this, this nigga, this nigga saying something like that as well. Weirdly enough, he might not even be comfortable in his own sexuality. He might feel like watching niggas uh, teach you how to do certain things makes you less of a man in the first place. Because even where he's coming from, even just getting like a piece of advice on how to do this and this, it makes you look like less of a man. Anyway, it, it, it just comes from how we uh, raise the people that we surround ourselves with. It's so many things that cause it. So in conclusion, because I feel we've actually overshot our time. We were supposed to go for 15 minutes, sorry. But I, we hope you enjoy the episode all the same. Uh, in conclusion, we don't necessarily know what we're talking about, like in terms of male vulnerability, but these are our experiences. I feel, you know what, the best thing we can do, mm-hmm. we can have like more people. Yes. Their perspective on this, on the, on the topic. Like it's something that I've, I've, I've noticed that people don't really express about. Because mm-hmm. I'll come to you, okay, like even as a, in a group of friends, mm-hmm. like each time you, you say something mm-hmm. to your friends, like, oh, there you are. And then most of them will crack jokes about it. Mm-hmm. There'll be some people who understand where you're coming from, not, not uh, specifically what you're talking about, mm-hmm. but like in, the, like in line with what you're trying to put out. To yeah. So I feel, I feel it's something that we really need to address. Yeah. Because it's something that affects us a lot. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think we need to get more. Okay. We we actually will I think like episode five or episode three because yeah, no, we actually do need to we do need to have a part two on this. But thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoy we hope you picked up something, one or two things, whether you're a man or a woman or just someone who's listening for entertainment value, we value you. And we thank you for listening to the very first episode. Have a good night, a good morning, a good whatever, wherever you are. And thank you. Please follow the podcast on, please, sorry, please follow our other site, understandingtheambivert.wordpress.com, and also subscribe to our podcast. Thank you.